Good morning, family. Raw Dog Shore here. And I'm Brenda the Bell Bender. <laughs> Welcome to Get the it together, sis. Raw Experience. Brooklyn. Chicks. <laughs> so, um, I hope you guys have voted. I mean, you're listening to this on Look for the Wednesday. I mean, you should have voted yesterday. And Public is- advocates, special election. Oh. They're like 90 people running. Everybody wants to be the public advocate. <laughs> I must say, I mean, I don't know who you guys voted for, but hopefully you voted for Jamani. Jamani. That's who I'm voting for. Even though he has Tourette's. Why you got to bring up the fact that he has Tourette's? Yo, what does that have to deal with his... I mean, no. you never know what he might say. Like, does he have the one with the curses? Like, you ever no. been on the bus with somebody that has Tourette's? <laughs> I'm not disrespecting you. If that's what you got, I'm sorry about it. No, I'm not sorry. It's sorry. You could be differently able. Do you know what I'm saying? But I have to say, it is very jarring to be on the bus <laughs> with somebody with Tourette's. And all you keep hearing is, you're like, what? It's just random. Do you think they select like, what they want to say? Like a curse? Like they want to say a no, curse? No, they have no control over Come this. on, you have no control of what forms in your mouth in terms no of the words you're saying? No control. It's the brain that pushes this. We got to do it. Oh, so, so that means all that's in the brain is freaking pure cuss words. And the noises, they don't have any control about that. But definitely, I'm talking about the cursing. Have you never been, you've never experienced this? I have, but not with somebody that's cursing. I've seen people like, and I'd be like, what the, the hell? With the jake, the This guy my job, I think, has. I'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> But no, the cursing is Let me real. throw you off board. Oh, I, know, God. I know podcast family, you've experienced this. Somebody with Tourette's and they're out there, they're just like... I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bad cursing. So I don't know what... Jamani, I, think I didn't see him do any... His commercial, his last commercial. You know, we won't know until the next time we get together. But Jamani, we're sending you the wish, the win. We voted for you. Today is Tuesday and we don't get a day off. But I am still willing to come out and support. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, just to give a little background, Jamani Williams is a New York City council member for Brooklyn representing the 45th district. He is now serving his third term after winning re-election in 2013 and again in 2017. And just a little highlight, he is a first-generation Brooklyn Knight of Grenadian heritage. I mean, oh, that know. alone, Jeez, he got my man. vote. That no, but he's done... character in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the only reason why. He has done a lot for folks, and of course, you guys can look it up, um, but he has basically been a good advocate just for social justice and, you know, everything that's going on that's not right in Brooklyn. Not in America, but Brooklyn. But we're starting somewhere, so it's good to know that he is running, and hopefully the results are positive. And this is a seat that was formerly held by Leticia James or something like that, who is now the state of... Oh, yes, like yes, uh-huh. Um, so, yo, Jumani, we're wishing you the best of luck. Best of luck. I mean, I saw a couple other people that, you know, would never get my vote because they don't have the protection of the, of the complexion. But I'm <laughs> The complexion for the protection? No. I, you know, we don't have the protection for the complexion. What is it? Complexion protection? Complexion for the protection. Right. But we have, <laughs> we have the protection of your complexion when it comes to me. So I'm going to vote for you, not because you're black, not only because you're black, but because... You are the best candidate. You seem very... I like your black rage. I like it. I'm voting for you. I've seen it exposed on the, the halls of City Hall. I'm voting for you. I think he's, like, been arrested for, like, you know... Social injustice. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. Fighting for women's rights, immigration rights, housing rights, police injustice. So, you know... Power to the people. Right on, Jumani. 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 
soon. Oh, but also too. I mean, isn't it an update? Didn't they confirm that I think Bernie Sanders is running? I think that's uh, the last thing we've heard. Oh. Keeps... Why are you rolling your eyes? I'm, this guy I'm, is like a thousand. John McCain was a thousand, and, and people was willing he to him. He's now in, in the, the box. Ground. But what I'm saying is that listen, at least we got a, a reasonable candidate. That, you know, did he he went against uh, Hillary for what? To go against for the president or whatever what they call that shit. Happening. He ended up splitting the vote. Correct, but now there's no one else. There's no one else. Who do we have, people? Yeah, we don't Kamala, have anyone. Kamala. No, I am not. I mean, who has not answered? They said even that. Uh, if she gets elected, she has no intentions of creating a policy that speaks to black people. None. None. Because even she had an interview the other day, and she was basically, they kept asking, well, what about, how does this affect black people? And she kept saying, this affects all people. This affects all people. Oh, we yeah, she's one of those. We don't want all people. We want something for the black people. And, you know, from what I understand, she is very much so, um, you know, she... Her father came out. I think she had made some comment that, oh, like, you know, I'm Jamaican. So, you know, I, you know, because they asked her, has she smoked before? You know, she's trying to do this whole identifying with black people. And from what I understand, she's never, like, really um, identified or even, you know, you know, as a, as a black person or really been connected with black people. But, you know, they're saying that, you know, she's saying that, you know, her fa- you know, her family's Jamaican. Of course she smoked weed. And I think her father came out. <laughs> her father came Jamaican out. Jamaican has smoked weed. <laughs> right on. of passage. Did you just put those two feet on the ground? Let's get you a gun, Jamaican. <laughs> My boyfriend frequently tells me that, you know, weed has a seed. I, you know, I don't know this. Oh, yeah, it does. Is, right? Says, yeah, wait, Brenda, wait, wait, point, wait. Let's pause for the cause. You've never smoked weed before? I smoked it once. I don't think it was a real smoke. What do you mean? What do you mean it wasn't a real smoke? Like, did you not like puff I didn't have a I felt like there was nothing going on. I felt like it was like did, after a while. Did you have like, a whole session or you just pulled once and then you No, inhaled? no, I pulled a couple of times. I pulled a couple of times and it just didn't do nothing for you. Didn't do nothing. I mean, but as soon as I get to Jamaica, because I've never been to Jamaica, but when I get there, my first order of business after finding getting into my resort because you're that stable <laughs> as soon as I get into the hotel is to get some of the healing of the nation the healing the healing the healing you know um, Shaw has purchased for me in the past edibles which I was almost a little bit can you not say this on this platform <laughs> she's she not purchased it she gave it to me I don't know where she got it from sorry she's not dealing straight airing people out. that day she gave it to me was for my birthday that was last year for my birthday right Yes. And when she gave it to me, that uh, that was the same day I got my cable installed in my bedroom. And the guy came and he was Trinidad in. And I, he was like, I said, oh, today's my birthday. And he was like, oh, I'll give you a free remote for your birthday, right? I was like, all right, whatever. And I was like, yeah. He said, how are you going to do that? I said, I'm going to get white girl wasted tonight. And I'm going to be doing it with some edibles. And he was like, no, girl. Don't mix them two things together. Don't use them edibles. You're going to be messed up, man. I'm telling you. Yo, I was so pissed off because she really did not do it because it is cool. This man was like, don't. Oh, God, no, girl. <laughs> oh, God, no. Was he trying to have a Guyanese? But, you know, that's not a little Guyanese. I ain't gonna lie. That's not Guyanese. People start talking about his baby mother drama. They won't let him see his kids. He's going to tell his whole life story. I was like, bro, it's my birthday. I don't need no heavy stuff today. <laughs> but definitely, he was like, don't do both. You're going to be messed up. And guess what? She listened to the stranger over me. I'm just like, yo, just take it. I mean, it's not like she was going out. She was in the comfort of her own home. No, I went out. Remember, I was going out that night. 
But you didn't. Oh, have to, but you were going with somebody else. She got white girl wasted and started vomiting in the car. Oh God. Anyways, see, everyone was like, "Is that a vomit? What's a bag? She needs a bag." <laughs> Again, back to the original conversation. Her father, Kamala Harris' father, came on. You know, he's like a professor, like very studious. Like, oh, I would not. One of those. Yes. Like, how dare you (laughs) say that I smoked ganja? (laughs) So everybody's like, yo, why do you and your daughter have a different story? (laughs) Like, Kamala, get it together. Do you smoke weed or do you know? Which one is it? So, I mean, I'm telling you, y'all do your own research, but Kamala is a little shifty. Who you think is the best candidate? That's That's the the bottom line. Bottom line. Who you think is best? That's it. You know, as we continue to watch this race, I can tell you who's not the best candidate, Trump. <laughs> so whatever we're doing, we need to get him out. Anti-Trump. Even if Bernie Sanders only gets in two or three. A lot of people are saying that Trump is going to be back there again. I will rebuke that in the name of the Lord. No, no. But y'all got to do better. Let's make America right again. Speaking of rebuke, um, did you hear about this 11-year-old child in Florida who they told him to stand for the uh, for pledge of allegiance, and he refused to stand up. He said. No, I'm not standing. Little and Kaepernick. On top of that, Look at that. He had a substitute teacher. Her name was Anna Alvarez. Mm. And she started going back and forth with the little boy about why he had to stand up. And he says, I don't want to stand up. I think the national anthem is racist against black people. The Yo. flag and the national anthem. And I'm not going to stand up. And the teacher turns to him and says, Well, if living in the United States is so bad, why not go to another place to live? And she said, Whoa. they brought, the boy said, they brought me here. So, I mean, come on. Yo, shout boy. out to this kid's parents. He He's being educated here. here. And she responds, well, you can always go back because I came here from Cuba. And the day I feel like uh, I'm not man. welcome here anymore, I would find another place to live. Then she called her office. She went out. The little boy went out. He was like, suspend me. I don't care. This school is racist. <laughs> and he started, you know, carrying on. They arrested this little boy saying that he was disrupting the school. Was he carrying on? Or he was he just speaking his oh. mind and they stated that he carried on? They arrested him for resisting arrest without violence. Mm-hmm. So how did he resist? And for dis- disruption of a school facility. Um, they won't say his name. Of course. Um, and they said this was not based on his refusal to say the national anthem. A pledge of allegiance, I'm sorry. But it was based on the <laughs> fact that... Um, he decided to disrupt the classroom and make threats. And that's what they had to do. In the American Civil Liberties Union of ACLU of Florida, they're going after him saying, this is outrageous. Students do not lose their First Amendment rights the minute they walk into a school building. We all have the right to speech. Freedom of speech. This is America. Um, and they said this is the prime example of the over-policing of black students in school. Started you know, from they 11. Don't wanna, they don't want to police the white students that are coming in with AK-47s and killing everybody. Mm. But the little black boy that decides not to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance, this is woe arrest. is me. Put the cuffs on him. Give me a break. Get the strap. <laughs> in the words of 50 cents. Yo, and the thing about it is, like, these people have no shame. Alvarez, really, from Cuba? Really? And his mother... Her name is Dakira, D-H-A, Dakira. Black people, why are we still living Dakira, in Florida? Dakira Talbot, where they could just shoot you if you look at them wrong. Yo, oh, I feel threatened. Bow. Yo, I met up with my friend this That's weekend. That's good, good <laughs> I met up with I my friend. I had the finger. Bow. <laughs> cut it out? I met up with my friend this weekend, and she was telling me she's thinking about going to Florida. I won't reveal her name here, but she knows who the hell I'm talking about. And I was like, really, B? You're going to move to Florida? Why? Racist? So you don't have to pay state tax? Racist? States, get the hell out of here! I would never come to visit you. 
Oh, Eddie was going to Miami though. <laughs> she wouldn't. You would still go to Miami. For what? I did. You wouldn't go to Miami for what? Just for anything. No. Huh? I mean, that's because she did all her Miami carnival. Correct. That place with Jimmy. Wet Willie. Willie. <laughs> I was gonna say Jimmy's. I've never been to Miami carnival. My carnival has been black. When they out of it, just the mother responded. I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm hurt more so for my son. My son has never been through anything like this. Yeah, well. I feel that this should have been handled differently. If any disciplinary action should have been taken, it should have been with the school. He shouldn't have been arrested. And she thinks that the charges should be dropped and the school should be held accountable for how they treated her son. The school responded. Um, they did not make the decision to arrest the student. But they made a decision to call the flicking cops. That's the decision they made. They said the substitute teacher was not aware that the schools, the students are not required to receive the Pledge of Allegiance. But then she should have asked the question before she chastised this kid. And they would, they would continue to train her. Ugh. And they don't condone her behavior. No, she should be out of flicking line, She's not though. even a perv. She's not even a real teacher. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Damn, Cuba, you just came over here where you just had... Castro. What's the money they have over there? Oh. TUCs, kooks. Oh, they have kooks. All you had is kooks. And now you got a little U.S. dollar. You want to be shining bright in his eyes. How did you get here? Did you come over as a 90-day fiancé? What was your situation in your story? And now that you get here, you all make America great again? Get off the damn those are the make, Those are the make America great folks. Come on, let's be honest. Anyways. Yeah, come on. I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, we had to do this Pledge of Allegiance. And you had to sing it. Sing? Did they sing it over the oh, last the, week? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, but, you know, at that time, it wasn't so outwardly, you know, present that people was being so racist and people didn't know what the flag what the national anthem all these things really stated at the time and you just sang it because you was being obedient now that we are becoming a woke nation woke we gonna do what the hell we wanna do it if we don't wanna sing it or speak it we will not do it you know in my son's school they have yes. something called house right and what they do is they have different people uh, black figures that they name the houses after so house is basically like advisory they meet mm-hmm. with an advisor and they have like the Colin Kaepernick house Muhammad Ali Barack Obama and yesterday, they were talking about, some people were saying that maybe they should remove the Colin Kaepernick house because it's a little bit volatile and you don't know which side people are standing on. And they were like, no. Because, you know, my school goes to a your school. school, your son. Uh, my, what did I say? Your school goes to. My, oh, my kid goes <laughs> to uh, a school for uh, Eagle Academy, which is basically an all-boys school whose one purpose is to raise black and brown boys. So... If that's the case, they are going to show them what's the concept of raising black and brown boys. So, you know, I'm getting a little sad at this school. But if there's other things going on, I don't know. Whatever. So, um, talk about what's going on. On Sunday night was the Oscars. I started watching it. But then the Washington, you know, I kind of just drifted off. I went into the kitchen. But immediately the Washington Post said on Monday, the Oscars started out good and then it got boring and more boring. Until it got terrible. So I thought that was very <laughs> hilarious. But you know, straight out the gate, you know, what's the one thing people do to watch the Oscars for? The fashion. That's all and we, we do. We start out with Lady Gaga with her hair. What color is this here? Platinums? Yeah, that's like platinum bleach. I play a platinum blonde dress. Which I hate. Which you love. I don't love, but I don't think it's horrible. I, I like waist. it. I hate the drop waist. I hate the drop waist. And then J Lo, who always comes through 
representing Yo. for everybody. This whole mirror ball effect dress. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. J-Lo, she always looks nice and classic. And I didn't know she was still with Alex Rodriguez. They were both with Tom Ford. He looked like Castro's cousin in this picture. Like, <laughs> he's mad Cuban, <laughs> man, right on the waist. Like, he's just about to do a salsa dip. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. You looking good. And then, oh my God, uh, Regina Hall. She looked amazing. Oh. And even I saw like a, a clip of her speech where she was you know, very emotional. Very, she, she started her crying. Mom. But she was crying about her mother. Yeah, and basically she said, "This is what it looks like when you pour all of the love into your children. This Aww. is what you get." Because she took her mother as her date, and she was sitting in the front row. Yeah, I don't know if they move. You know, they move you around frequently. I don't yeah. know if this is a year. Remember one year they started giving out Oscars? That was the year Denzel got an Oscar for a Training Day. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I did not agree. I did they not think that it? movie was good. They just did it because you know, I guess everybody was talking. I guess wait, was that his first Oscars? Yeah, that's that what was. it was. That, and that was the same year that a black woman. I can't remember who won for woman. Was it Holly Berry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. that movie. That was also Monster not Ball. Monster Ball. Yes. So they're winning, but not for the. Yeah, I mean, she was she what? gave head in that movie. Oh, to the white man. <laughs> oh that's that's the one thing you remember that she was giving. Yeah, I don't head. remember the rest. What of I remember that, that she, movie was poor. What I remember is that she locked that fridge from that little kid, that little chumster. That's what I remember. <laughs> Sounds something personal here. Um, Anyways, Ma- Michael Jordan went with his mother. I, I don't know about this dress. I don't know. I love I love the dress. I just think that she, you know, like you said, she she, she should have probably wore Spanx with it. But she looks. I mean, she's an older woman. Listen, my mom wore that dress. She would probably look worse. But <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> as these women get older, listen, they don't care like that. But I think the mother looks very nice. Serena Williams was a no go for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had a body like Serena Williams, she's a brick house. I don't understand why she doesn't look like a brick here though. She looks like a brick. It doesn't even look good. I, I don't know. How does it? Can you tell me how some people when they shave under their arm, under their arm looks so black? Yeah, you know why? I mean, that was happening to happening to me at one point. What, what, what do you do? What, I didn't bleach it. it just, <laughs> how did it stop being black? Why is that? You know, I think at the time I was like feeling out deodorant. I think at that time I was. So you think it's something. the deodorant that's making the arm black? Yeah, black. <laughs> dark. I mean, sorry, dark. Dark. This girl from Wakanda Forever, the sister. That dress is horrible. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was about. It looks so matronly. This looks horrible. Matronly. Um, Tyler Perry. He looked like he needs a, a new tailor. Like I don't. Like it needs to be more fitted. Like I don't know what was going on with that suit. It was just not a go for me. Shout out Tyler Perry. I have to tell you, I'm very glad that you're about to kill me. The last. Oh, please, thank God. Well, well he's like killing Malia. Is he killing him? I thought somebody dies in this Medea. Well, I don't know, but they said this is the. But last it's the last Medea. one, and that's what's important. Oh, Pharrell. Pharrell had him like an army green short, like a shirt jack <laughs> with some shorts. <laughs> with some shorts. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell that's about. I really don't know what it's about. This guy's always just trying to make a statement. Correct. Like the hat. Yes. The Tommy Hilfiger. Oh. With all of his colors. That is a statement. every shirt he ever sold. Paired together into one suit. That is a statement, I must say. That is a statement. And And a Canadian flag on his shoes. What about, oh, Queen Latifah. And this black kind of... The only thing that was missing was a Spanx. Nah, she didn't need a Spanx. Come on. Bender? Oh, what about the guy from Wakanda, you, you, Chadwick Boseman? Uh, his, his suit was not... I wasn't impressed either with his suit. Yeah, I like that he brought this girl. But most importantly, you know what I've, what I've been looking at for the fashion? I've been looking at the fact that they better not be wearing... They better not be wearing um, Gucci and these kind of... I mean, at least for the red carpet. If they're going to front and buy it anyway, with all this racial um, injustices going on here, 
and with uh, these high name brands, these high designers doing blackface and all this stuff, black folks better not be wearing this. What about this man that had that custom tuxedo, which was really a ball gown? Oh, what was his name? That. I don't know that queer's name, but what I will tell you. <laughs> Wait, but can we go back to Chadman Boseman before we talk about yes, this? Yes, he had is a this, Is this a train I see on this outfit? <laughs> he has a train on his suit jacket with a ascot that ha- goes all the way down to, the- to his knees? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, you Kelly Ripper. Go, go to Vogue.com. They have all of the looks all in one place to show you all of the disasters that people put together will come out. Oh, what about Droga from Game of Thrones with, so uh, what's her name? You told me that Droga's married to Lisa Bonet. That's Everybody her. knows Denise from Cosby Show and Denise. from Denise. World. But she looked like 90. Mm-mm. She really... Horrible. Again. Cicely Tyson was there too. Yo, sis. Didn't we pick sh- her up last week? We shouted you out last week, but this dress you put on this week would have took away my shout out. <laughs> Anyways, you know that's when people watch the Oscars just to look at the. Fashion. That's why the black folks do. Um, yeah, that's about it. So, it is what you know. Shout out Spike Lee. Yo, Ooh, yeah, we talk about that shout out section, yeah. but Sherry Shepard. I know she. Was, I don't think she was there, but I that's, with her. Venda sent me a post with her, I think, going to somebody else's party, and she is slim Jim, I must say. Yeah, and you know the thing, the thing <laughs> she's on a sugar-free diet. Like, no, it said that she hasn't eaten sugar in, in a year. Yeah. So let's be honest. You have seen me not eat carbs and sugars for about three months. I don't know if I've ever seen you eat no sugar. No sugar? <laughs> You are lying, sis. Okay, me someone no call. Because <laughs> you put mad sugar in your tea. <laughs> I, I've witnessed that. But I have seen you eat no carbs. <laughs> I drink my Starbucks. And she's right drinking now. a venti Starbucks that has, as my friend will say, 70, what is it? 70 grams, grams of sugar. sugar. Who is that? It's a chai. You know I'm drinking a chai tea. Anyways, so, um, yeah. But you don't believe it that she went going through a surgery? Come on. I mean, I'm not going to say she did a surgery unless I have proof that states otherwise. She is thin. But you know what happens? With people who lose weight like this, and you know, I've, I've done this before. Like, there's times, like, I've tried to lose weight, like, before, like, back in my day when I thought thin was in. And I would lose my assets. And that's the problem. Like, I would lose my butt. Like, nobody want to lose my butt. All I wanted to do was kind of lose my legs. <laughs> people are considered about my butt as well. Trust me. They'd be like, but... Mainly what I I disliked about my body, and you know, everybody has their own little insecurities or whatever. I didn't never like my thighs. My thighs are huge. They used to call me thunder thighs in school. But now the boys are loving it. Or used Whoa, to love it, because now I'm married. Boy. <laughs> People are still observing. Anyways, so now, you know, I realize it's not going anywhere, of course. But, you know, you start losing things that you do not want to lose. Now, Sherry Shepard, she's not really a shapely person to begin with. She was a shapely when she's big, and now you see it even more. She's not shapely as she's thin. But live your best life, girl. I am not hating. Don't hate. I mean, even if they say, like, even when you get plastic surgery, they're still your breasts. You pay for it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And they can also deflate and leak. Please. They just put them in again. So, Anyways, oh god. So I mean, let's just close the loop on this Jesse Smollett thing because I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Yes, it's disappointing. It's disappointing to all of us. We were really praying, especially the black community, that this was not true. That he was telling the truth. However, it appears, and it is not the case. They said uh, the superintendent Andy Johnson 
uh, from the police, Chicago police, he said that there is much more evidence that they haven't even revealed about this whole case. But the bottom line is this whole thing is shifty. It's a done deal. Um, he has been arrested. Um, and, you know, they're saying the reason because he wanted to get more money, allegedly to get more money on the show um, Empire. And I really don't believe that. They say he was in the middle of a long term contract. He was getting one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per episode. Um, That's kind of low, and he, though. And he, and he, he's not like a main. Is he a main? I don't mm. know. I never watched He's really mm. main. Because if Taraji's getting $250. Uh, Taraji, per episode? Yeah. Mm. $250 grand. And so is Terrence Howard. That's what they both get in? Yeah, they oh, get double what he's getting. people get paid, like, you know, bang, bang bucks. You know, and the thing about it is, like, they say he never expressed um, displeasure with his his um, his payment. And even if he was keeping it inside, how would this whole act bring him to the point where he would get more money per episode? I don't know. Maybe I just don't know that kind of life. I don't know. Maybe the more but you're in the media, the more you get money. I don't know. But I just don't believe. I think this Negro has mental health issues. That's the bottom line. That's what I, I think. I he has mental health issues. I think he was basically trying to get his name out there um, for people to remember him. I don't know what... Remember? Mind you, like we said like last week. Like he was week, dying. But we said last week, this is not the um this is not what we what we've spoken about before in terms of his first time with the cops. He's lied to the cops before. Who hasn't lied to the cops? Let's be honest. Uh me. <laughs> I've never lied to the police. So you're telling me if a cop pulls you over and says, Oh, you, you I've only been you're driving. The, you're I've driving. I've only been pulled over by the cops one time in my whole life. And I got a ticket for making a U turn on you. That just shows how lame that oh, is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not the speed demon McGreen yes, next no, to me no. who drives 90 miles of an hour. Of course you're not. You're just a raging lunatic with driving. To the next light, okay? That's how fast she drives. 90. But she gets her like, scratch, scratch. Let me tell you. That is not true. One inch from the next person's bumper. She doesn't give you a moment to catch your damn breath. And if she wants to talk about my driving, I've never been pulled over to the one time by the cold, the the coldies. The The coldies. Only one time by the All right, all right, all right. Take it easy, sis. Take it easy. But you know, if we talk about people that get paid high money, this guy, I don't know how many episodes this show. I hate Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Oh, how people many. love this show. They love it. I mean, my daughter loves this show. I, I just cannot get into it. But he gets paid $26.5 million, you know, for his work on that show. So when oh, you think about that yeah, divided yeah. by the number of episodes, he is getting more than $250,000 an episode. Correct. He's probably getting $1 million. I mean, he's an also light and bright, sis. Mm, that's the truth, but. And this is, you know, this is Daniel Lee. Isn't Empire Daniel Lee? Daniel Lee show. This is a, come on. This person who runs Big Bang Theory is clearly a white person. You know, come on. So, but anyways, um, yeah. So hopefully this whole thing is over. Um, you know, this is alleged by TMZ. You know, I hope it's over. Is I just hope it's over. You know, they said all these things with Lion King, all this other stuff. I mean, yeah, it's comical, but it's really sad. At the end of the day, is she? Is, is he out of jail? I don't believe so. Jesse Smollett posted that bail. So I hear he was in jail with R. Kelly. <laughs> Speaking of, I have to tell you, in the same jail, in the same, they were in the same, they were in the same prison. Because R. Kelly died. In, yeah, yeah. I have to tell you. So you know, we all heard that this. Was, we knew this was coming. We talked about it on the cast last week. R. Kelly turned himself in on Friday. He got one million dollar bail, twenty five. I thought it was hundred k. He got one, twenty. He got one million dollar bail, twenty five thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand for each of the victims. So they say four victims. The judge gave him two hundred fifty thousand per victim. As you know, bail you only have to pay ten percent in order to get out. So you have to give something to a. And Chicago does not have bail bondsmen like mm-hmm. we have in New York. So he had to pay it. But to hear that R. Kelly could not come up with 
$100,000. You know what he did? He kept, you see those two girls? I forgot the two girls he has in custody. <laughs> the two women that he has in custody now. They're, you know, of course, standing by him. I think they went with him when he went to go turn himself in. Um, they were saying that he had a hard time yeah, paying this bail, but he got it from somebody. Some, I think some, somebody probably just gave it to him that was, like, really sad. I'm not going to lie. In this mugshot, he looks just like his brother that was in the movie, in, in the Lifetime series. Which was the one that was in jail, too? Yeah, with the XXL. <laughs> that was like, yo, it's just a preference. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, so he was indicted on 10 counts of aggregated, aggravated sexual abuse um, against the four victims. He was finally able to get the money yesterday to get out of jail. How embarrassing that you go in and only to find out that he owes $169,000 in unpaid child support. That he's about to be evicted from his studio because he owes over seventy nine thousand dollars in back rent to his studio. I don't know R. Kelly, but are how we many surprised? You had to make. But are we surprised here? We're not. We've talked about his his money issues prior to when he his his house was almost on foreclosure, whatever. This is not surprising. And I mean, these people have Stormy Daniels' lawyer, the same woman that was against. Uh, that, was against Trump. It, they yeah, have, he's their lawyer. Oh. He's their lawyer for this case, too. And he's already presented them with one new tape showing R. Kelly having sex with a minor. And there's another tape that he's about to give them with R. Kelly having sex with a minor. I hope these victims are willing to come forward, though. One of victims has a shirt with his DNA on it. Spermy um, worm. I, you know, again, <laughs> I wonder about this with Monica Lewinsky. I wonder, again, someone... What is it? Splashes in your face. No, comes or, in your mouth or your or face. Or your clothes. You put it in a bag? Let me hold on <laughs> to this for prosperity. You put it Jesus in a bag. Christ. Some of you chicks no, would have, you some just, of you chicks would have freaking glad bags full of uh, <laughs> Well no, you just wipe let, let's say somebody comes on your leg or whatever, you just wipe it off with the shirt and that's it. You never wash the shirt. That's how they save the DNA. And puts it in a Yo, some head. of you chicks probably got glad bags full. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. You remember that commercial? <laughs> Stupid. He finally got the money together, gets out of jail, and where does he go? McDonald's. <laughs> After changing his clothes, because he went in with a blue bubble coat, he comes out when he's in McDonald's, he has on like a Sherlin type of jacket. I don't know. But then people start talking about R. Kelly's back in that McDonald's. My father stopped me from going there years ago because he thought R. Kelly was going to snatch me. Because he used to be trolled in the McDonald's in Chicago yeah, by was. the school, by the, you know, by these young girls' school. So, R. Kelly, let keep me your head something. Up. Your last name is not Weinstein. <laughs> As you can see, get your affairs in order. You're going in. Get get it yourself. So you will, As the old ones go into the prison where Bill Cosby is. So you <laughs> get over it. You're gonna be right in a Chicago PD. Get it yourself. Chicago police. Wherever they put you in. Uh, and I have to say, even in just a couple of days, he was there. He he looked totally disheveled. In two days, the hair grew out. This is a hot mess. hundred thousand dollars. He couldn't come up with. Shame, shame, shame. And now, are they talking about like Michael Jackson? And now, now, with all of this, they're trying to bring Michael Jackson back out of the grave. <laughs> His maid, Adriana McManus. This is your fault, too, Michael Jackson. Why you got a white person cleaning your house? This woman coming out. Wait, wait, who should clean the house? Only blacks to clean? No, you should have somebody Only loyal. Yeah, these white people are no loyal. No, well, she was loyal while he was alive. Hello. Because now she was saying that he was a, manip- a manipulator. And anybody that came in contact with him, they'd been destroyed. She used to clean his personal bedroom, and she was threatened by Michael Jackson and his bodyguards. If she said anything about what she saw, she worked there from 1990 to 1994. She had, you know, access to his inner sanctum. Um, She had to follow very strict rules. You don't stare at him. You don't ask him for an autograph. You do what he tells you That's reasonable. You don't question it. You just do it. 
She said her main duty was to tend to his bedroom, a huge double-story sanctuary filled with childlike memorabilia and a large jacuzzi. Um, she said she started realizing and thinking and wondering when he was taking baths with the boys and they were sleeping in his bed. Uh, when I would go in the next day, there would be little boys' underwear on the floor with Michael's or they were in the jacuzzi. And then I would find underwear also in his bed. There was a lot of Vaseline in Michael's bedroom. It was actually <laughs> all over the ranch. Sometimes it was found in the golf carts where Mr. Jackson would take off with the boys. I did find underwear men's brief in the walk-in closet. They were like crunchy, hard with yellow stains all over them. <laughs> I didn't know they belonged to because the little boys were wearing Michael's briefs and they would leave his underwear inside his drawer. They were sitting on his lap. I saw a lot of fondling it. Him rubbing his hand in the kids' hair and kissing them. What's this lady's hand? the kids kind of by the rear. End. I'm over this. I'm over this. I didn't think it was appropriate because they were not his children. So all she could say, she didn't think it was appropriate. So now that you see this guy is dead, he has ruined these children's lives already. Okay. Now she's going to be on 60 Minutes. Trying to get her 15, well, 16 minutes, 16 minutes of fame. I can't with these people. Like, we, and I, you know, I said it, you know. And what is the purpose now? Yes. Peter Jackson is dead. dead. He's dead. He's dead on a drug overdose. What is that? What did they get for? Yes, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, it was the doctor went it to was jail. A, yeah, it was the, the meds. I, I mean, the story's going to continue to evolve. I guess so. I mean, unfortunately, he can't pay, you know, no justice can be served at this point. But, I mean, what she's saying, we all knew. We all heard stories about Michael Jackson with these young kids, you know, on his ranch, you know. So I'm not surprised. It's unfortunate. You don't know how these people are affected. Anyways, it's mostly white kids going there anyway, right? Mm. That's it. Wait a minute. But wait a minute. <laughs> What does that mean? They'll bounce back. You know what I'm saying? They'll be all right. They'll be all right. <laughs> Yikes. Um, uh, fabulous. F-A-B-O. L-O-U-S. F-A-B-O. L-O-U-S. Yes, what's the problem? Don't let this be F-A-B-U. Fabulous. No, it's not it. Um, um, they say that he admits, according to you know reports, according to who said this? I think um, MTO. You know we don't really trust MTO like that. But then another report came out saying that he, he indeed did um, admit to slapping around Emily B. I mean, let's be honest. We spoke about this on the cast, and we kind of figured that was the case. Like where there's smoke, there's fire. My grandmother used to say that. God rest her soul. If it, if it wasn't there, your name wouldn't be called. There was preach, something going on. Preach, preach. So, um, now they're saying that it looks like he is admitting to um, putting hands on her. He pled guilty to he it. He pled guilty um, for putting hands on her, but he will not serve any jail time. Um, instead, he'll take domestic violence classes for up to six months to a year. Um, Can you imagine that skinny? I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna have fabulous putting hands. I mean, I'm, not, I'm gonna go down with a fight. <laughs> you know, you think about it. When a woman is getting abused, then, you know, this is not us talking about domestic violence because... We spoke about this before, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we did. Know. We did. But when you think about someone being abused, your first response is always like, oh, this must have been a mistake because you couldn't <laughs> be that crazy to hit me. Very rarely does a woman that is getting abused fight back the first time. They're very, like, so caught off guard that someone hit them. Uh, unless they've been hit before, then they know the next the next time somebody put their hands on me. I ain't gonna lie. Down. I had a guy in high school kind of shake me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wonders never cease. <laughs> and what'd you do? No, no, it was like, it was, this is this was the end of our relationship. Clearly, um, yeah, but I, I did fight back. Like I was. Oh, but you used to be a terror. 
No, I never used to be a ta- what? 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 You told me you used to be jumping people on uh, no, no, no. Lands. Listen, that was one occurrence. You can't. <laughs> she did tell me she used to be jumping people right outside that was the after, show. Yeah, that was after school because they jumped my friend the day before, so we had to come back and jump them back. That was just that one instance. I'm yeah, not going around fighting anybody. people. What? I never jumped anybody. Well, that's good. You shouldn't have to. I think everything should be one on one. But when they jumped my friend, I was like, oh no, we coming back the next day. That girl thought shit was sweet. Come on, sis. Anyways. Okay, she got the good figure up for her. Anyways. But, yeah, so we was having an argument, and, you know, we kind of tried to grab up my chest. Like, you know, put hands on, yo. And I, yo, we were going back and forth, and he kind of, like, retreated, like, kind of backed up, like, yo. I was like, yo, for real? And then, let me tell you this. I have a book bag in his house. Because, you know, I'm young. I'm in high school. I'm supposed to be in his house. I have a book bag in his house. And he was like, yo, so get out and leave. I was like, I'm not leaving until you get my damn book bag. He was like, well, you ain't getting it. I was like, yo, I am not leaving here until you give me my book bag. Started making some calls. Started making some calls. From his house phone. <laughs> no, no, I had, had no cell phone. phone. I did. I had a Nokia. In high school? Yes. Yeah, That's when I got my first cell phone in high school. Richie Rich. It was a Richie Rich. I was a hustler from 15. I was a hustler. (laughs) Some of you. Shout out some of you. (laughs) I never did that. See, that's the problem. You didn't work for what you want. I knew I needed money. I did not get a cell phone until I met my husband, probably. What was that? 20 something years old? (laughs) What the hell is going on here? I had a beeper. You have been oppressed. I had a beeper. (laughs) No, I ain't never had a beeper. I think I did. I had a two-way pager, though. I had a two-way pager. How much younger you than me? Seven years, right? Yeah, yeah, seven seven years. years. So, by that time, you were in high school, and I was with my husband already, so that's when I got my (laughs) cell phone. Probably around the same time. That's when someone came out. But, yeah. But, yo, I mean, and I was arguing with him back and forth, like, yo, I'm not leaving. Gave my bag. And I started making calls. I think that's when my, I think my, my brother was alive at that time. Yeah, he was. And, yo, quickly, he just gathered my bag, and he threw it out. Into the street. Yeah, I was like, yo, go pick up my bag. Yeah, it was like in his backyard. Oh, wow, she was like, <laughs> I was like, she gave him the gun. Nah. Go pick up my bag. No, nah, because it was like, you trying to embarrass me now? I was like, yo, go get my bag. And I started calling and he got the bag and he was like, here. And I left. And that was history. That was it. I mean, I was going to get the goons to come get him. I never told, I didn't tell my brother, I didn't tell my cousins because they lived in the neighborhood and they would have got him. I was like, I, we're just ending this. It's just going to end right now. And that, that's just been it. I told him later on and they was like, what? But you know, he didn't want that heat. <laughs> you know who I am? I run this town. Whatever. I run New York. Anyways, that's a domestic violence story. That's <laughs> that was a poor story. But <laughs> um, you know, when you think about it, I I sent you a couple weeks ago, and it kind of leads us into our conversation for today in terms of the devaluation of women. You know, mm. that some men think that it's okay to put lay hands on a woman or something like that, but. Even smaller things. I saw this video on Instagram. I think it was Instagram or somebody sent it to me. I can't remember how I got it. Of women outside from the strip club. It was snowing. Snow was on the ground. And these men were basically out there with the singles gun, the money gun that they use at the strip club Mm -hmm. to, to spray money on them. Basically making them clean the snow off the car in just these little, you know, regular strip clothes outfits. And it was very sad. It was sad. As a woman, I was very, very sad. And I, you know, reached out to Shaw and I was like, yo, maybe this is something we should really talk about because our young women that are growing up do not understand their value. And, you know, that's one thing I appreciate about my daughter. She's young. My daughter's 16. She just turned 16. And if you say, look at my daughter left, she will cut you off. Mm -hmm. Friend, boyfriend, anybody that she's talking to. If you say something to her out of pocket, that's it. We're done. 
And I appreciate that strength in her. But definitively, when I look at some women and what they allow men to do, and you know, this is nothing against people being a stripper, because if that's what you're going to do, be a stripper, be the best stripper you can. I'm looking for a second job. This may be where I'm going to head. Correct. Suze is hiring. But definitely, <laughs> just because that's what you're doing, you still have, have to have a level of respect for yourself. And these women out here in the snow, tussling around, trying to, with this, with the, with the men throwing the singles gun and then after they finished like cleaning the car off with their hands in the snow and he, the man was like now pick up that money it was yeah. just so sad <laughs> I mean I get it but I <laughs> <laughs> dot 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 I do, I do I get it however I'm just thinking that's gotta think outside the box in terms of these are strippers right and so it's not like they're on the streets walking, like doing their work. This is their, this is their job. So my thing is, their job is to be not to be disrespected, but their job is to be <laughs> their job is to be exploited for the sex figures that they are. So if a guy, if you're in a strip club and a guy smacks a girl's ass, is that disrespectful? No, but I mean, if I'm in, in the club and somebody smacks my ass, I'd be like, hey. No, 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 that's the goal. <laughs> if you're in a regular party club, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know if you go to a party and a guy smacks your butt, yo, it's like, you're fighting. Like, who the hell are you? Don't like, know oh. me? You know, like, you let know. me tell you, I went to a party one night at the Q Club. Oh, the Q Club. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. And this guy pulled my hair. It was on. That's when I had a long, flowing natural. Natural as if it was flowing here, <laughs> but it was mine. And yo, this guy wrapped his hand around my ha- my hair and yanked me back in order to wind on him. And I'm telling you, it did not end well. Did you fight? I was ready to fight. They were pulling me off of him because it was I actually went with this guy, my friend and her boyfriend and his friend. We went to see Buju or Beanie. I can't remember who was Probably on the Beanie. stage. <laughs> uh, we went to see them on the stage at the Q Club. And this guy pulled my hair. It was... So you knew the guy? I did. And he, just, and he pulled, and he pulled me to come back to, like, to yank like, me towards him, like, yes. to pull me back. And it was on like boiled corn. I was cussed, had it ready to slap it. They pulled me back. And my friend's um, boyfriend, who's now her husband, was a big guy. So he kind of like yanked me back, held me up. Then by, he, by him giving me the little leverage, he gave me enough time to move my legs back. You to kind of kick out. You know, I kind of was able to like lean back and do a... Bow forward on him. I mean, I went totally crazy in that club. I mean, I mean, again, that's expected. That's what I'm saying. Of course, that was definitely disrespectful. But I mean, to know that you're a stripper, so you get kind of desensitized to being disrespectful. Yeah, you do get desensitized, but like, it doesn't on. make it worth it. Nobody's well, make it that is money, worth it. Don't let it, that money make you. As the, Ronnie the, said, the Players yes, Club, from the <laughs> Bible of the strippers. Hello. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was Ronnie. But anyways, or from Pretty Woman. I still want the the top or whatever she said to <laughs> Richard Gere. You know but saying? yeah, but I'm saying so. I mean, in that situation, unfortunately, yes, those were strippers, and that's what they were doing. But this is what the men look at them as sex figures who they could. So you're saying that because this is my responsibility, my job, right? So my job is to strip or to pull off my clothes means that any man that comes in contact with me can treat me anyhow. What do you mean? Not abuse you physically, oh, but... we're not abused, but but still do things that are devalued. Yeah, like squeeze your breasts. Like, if I go to a strip club, I, if, first of all, I would go to, like, a female strip club. Or if I go to a male strip club, I see males, and I want to t- hold a guy's wood, I'm going to just hold it. Because you're at a strip club. This is, what, this is what you're here for. You're not here for me just to look at you. Right? Do they have a no-touch policy? <laughs> Some of them do, yeah. 
Especially if you're going like in the champagne room. That's when no more things. in the champagne room. <laughs> we all know that more things happen in the champagne room. So what I'm saying is that in this situation, that they're strippers. That's saying that they get to be abused and slapped around. But the, expect, the expectation is that I could be able to touch on you sexually or smack your booty or, you know, this is what they do. In those situations, these ladies strive on disrespectful men. Let's be honest. They like it. However, if they leave the club and they clock out, now they're outside in their regular clothes, living their regular, regular life, going to school, because you know they all pay for college, picking up their kid. Wow. Someone should not disrespect them, because now they're in a different role. I'm not at work anymore. I go to work 9 to 5. When I'm out of work, I'm out of work. That's the bottom line. So I don't think that's a great example, honestly. I mean, I, I do know. think, sorry, that there are instances where people are disrespected, and then for example, like in the club, like a guy will kind of pick you up. And I remember at a club, this guy tried to, I don't know, you know, you dance with a guy, he just tried to touch my leg, like just touch you inappropriately. Well, get like, it how hard. dare you? Well, well, get it hard. Some of them can't control that, right? Well, I think. Just step away. But little, if someone's touching yes, you inappropriately. It's your right flatten. It's your right flatten. Really? You know that no, I'm oh. begging it, move it immediately. Can you stop saying that? It's your right flatten. Anyways, take it out your pocket. Take it out your pocket. Take it out your pocket. Find somewhere to put it. I something stick in the eye. Something stick in the Anyways, so if you're walking through a crowd, if you're walking through a crowd and a guy slaps your butt or does something to kind of you know degrade you, absolutely, wild the hell out. That's what I think is an example of that. If a guy picks you up and does all this kind of shit, those kind of things are devaluing women. But a stripper, I'm sorry. But regardless of this, I think that society as a whole, when you look at women and you look at men, just yes, last night I was talking to my daughter and my kids about carnival. So my son was like, next year, will you allow me to go to carnival? And I'm like, no, you cannot go to carnival. When you get to 18 and your grades are good, you graduate high school, I'll be willing to help you to get to carnival. I'll let you go, right? So I told him, you know, yes, I'll let you go to carnival then. But until then, you're not going to carnival. So my daughter started talking about, oh, what is carnival? You know, I want to go to carnival. And I said, would you help me go at 18? And I said, yes, but you have to get your, your life together. Your body's got to be right. Your, your mind's got to be right. Your grades got to be right. You've got to have a plan forward. And she was like, what do you mean by my body? So I pulled up the costumes. She was like, mom, this girl only has on strings. I was like, that's what a costume is. Strings. The real costumes. <laughs> just strings. This was, I think, Yuma's shoulder. Uh-huh. Remember when we saw just the strings uh-huh. and the panty? I was like, yeah, that's what it is. It's strings. She was like, my breast would fall straight out of the bottom here, Mom. I was like, yeah. But that's what it is. And we see this, and we praise women like, oh, they look great. But you never see a man walking around with just strings. Yes, you, yes, you no. do. Carnival oh, men know. always have on swim trunks. Or, or they have a really short tight. Swim trunks. And their tops are out. Like, they don't yeah, have they shirts. Have no shirts. But they have on swim trunks. Yeah. And women have all their bottom out, only tongue, with That's all their butt choice. That's but, a choice. Yeah, or you can have on a high cut. Yeah, because they give you options. You can have on a full panty. Come on, nobody's walking around with... Unless they're plus sizes. Come on. No <laughs> but you have a choice. If I, if I say, listen, no, I want to have... only have certain numbers of each one. Anyways, man, you do have a choice. When you select the costumes, you could select, I want a monokini, I want a, um, a full panty. A monokini? A monokini, meaning that's a, almost like the connecting baby suit, almost not a bikini, it's connecting. So you could say either you want a high-waist panty, you have that option. 
So it's up to you. But let's go back to this. Let's talk about the videos that kind of degrade women. We have videos. We've been seeing these videos all along, like music videos that mm-hmm. degrade women. And we have not said anything as a society in terms of those women. Oh, you look like you don't think. Go ahead, I'm listening. We haven't made that like a big issue. So, I mean, to even point out something like, you know. These are probably the same people that could be shippers that are there. Sometimes people go. dress inappropriately. I mean, come on. This the same. Isn't this the same concept? Devil's advocate, I'm being. <laughs> okay, devil. It is the same concept, I guess. But what I'm saying is that that their role is to be, I guess, sexy, but not to be touched or disrespected. That's, I think it's a different role. I think it's totally different. So I want to shout out one of our followers. Uh, his name is uh, The Merciful. Um, you know, my woke, my woke uh, Muslim brother, The Merciful. And he posted a picture of these women, like, totally just in strings, and you know another thing about that video I was talking about. All of the women were slapping each other's asses. So they do it in order to get the men to throw more singles. So clearly they don't. They're devaluing themselves. And he did this whole thing saying, "Money long, money strong. Mob money can get you anything. Don't matter how old be, how old you be." Ask <laughs> R. Kelly. Is this how he wrote this? hundred yes, k likes can give you the world. The more you take off and expose yourself, you grant can grant you the bag. But after surgery and trading your soul, you may get the bag or be lonely, hurt, and sad. Are all black women for sale? I don't think so. But if things don't change soon, will they carry a price tag? Wow. Mad deep. Mad deep. <laughs> Shout out to the merciful. You know, <sighs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Woke. But it's the truth. And when we think about it as a society... You know, we don't want to belabor the point here. Of course. Women have to be the ones that stand for something. Even when we heard about Shaw's DV incident, you saw she was the one that said, yo, I'm not leaving until you run my bag, run my bag. You know what I'm saying? She was the one that stood up for her rights. You've got to stand up for your rights. That even though I may be a stripper, you're not going to treat me like trash or like I don't count or that I don't exist. I am somebody. Women lives matter. I am somebody. And this, um, that That's question though, woman lives and this could, <laughs> and um, this is a question that my husband asked me because he said that someone at his job asked him, and he was like, "Why would somebody even ask that?" But the question was, "Yo, if somebody wanted to sleep with your wife and give you a million dollars, would you, you allow it for real?" Correct. He's like, "Would you allow it?" I would. And, oh my god! <laughs> I'll even get a wife. What? I'm not a wife. <laughs> So this, I think this is a great topic because this is something that he said. This is not the first time someone asked him that question. So it's like a question that's trending. Like, hey, will you allow your bumper trending? And that's what she did. Though. She just said she loves her bumper. So you know, a proposal. Anyways, <laughs> I think that's a good question. Like, would you allow like some girl? I mean, I guess it could go both ways. I mean, who's gonna get this great and decent proposal? But oh, just to sleep with your bad for five million dollars, would you allow it? Yo, some people's response is, you want to sleep with my bad for two fifty? <laughs> Okay, we're gonna put up a poll and let's see the responses that we get. But I think that's a good question. Um, so again, as you mentioned before, shout out to Spike Lee, who won his first Oscar for Black Klansman. Yes, like, I've still not seen this movie. I've got to get on it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been like kind of. I made up a list of movies that I have to see because I, I, I just crazy I wanted to see white it. Asians. What uh, crazy Asians? <laughs> crazy Asians. Anyway, shout out to him. Um, 
Yeah, you know, Trump had something to say. What did Trump? Trump had some slick things to say. But, you know, really, Spikes, can we talk about his outfit? You know, he had on the, oh, the, he purple. Had on the rings from Radio Did you like Raheem? this? Did you see he had on the rings from Radio Yes, Raheem? yes, that's all right. <laughs> but he had on this whole purple outfit. You know, purple is my favorite color, but it was really overdoing. Plus, he had on the symbol of Prince. he had Prince. a blue shirt inside. He had on the symbol of Prince. Yes, correct. That the artist formerly known as Prince. And, you know, and you know when he got up, he made a speech. Saying, let's all mobilize. Let's all be on the right side of history. Make the moral choice between love versus hate. Let's do the right thing. You know I had to get that in there. And you know, of course, the white supremacist Trump, Twitter fingers over here, you know, as D.L. Hughley would say, um, he states, be nice if Spike Lee could read his notes or better yet, not have to use notes at all. Really, Trump? <laughs> That's your problem, Trump. You don't use notes. <laughs> That's why you're so dumb. Have to use notes at all when doing his racist hit on your president, who has done more for African Americans, <laughs> parenthesis, criminal justice reform, lowest unemployment numbers in history, and tax cuts, etc., than almost any other president. Shut your mouth. Of course, you know, he had to respond to that. But again, shout out to, to Spike Lee. Um, and keep doing the great, do, do great work, man. I hope his show comes back on. I think they canceled it. The, the first, what was that show called? The one that he made, uh, that we was watching last year. Oh, I can't think of the name. The recent Spike Lee show that he came on. That, was it Do The Right? Did, it, did we do the right thing? I don't know. Oh, I can't the, think of the name right now. Girl, the, the one with the girl having sex? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that show. I don't remember. You didn't watch the whole series? That was a great series. I liked I did it. it. I, I only saw like two episodes. Okay. But I didn't see the rest. I added to my list, and I have a Google Docs tracking. They should never get shows. to it. I've not really been able to watch a lot of TV. I'm just exhaust. I'm exhausted. I feel you. When I get home from work, when I get home from this, when I have all my other things that I get done, I'm exhaust. All right, exhaust. all right, busy bender. Yeah, <laughs> Caribbean me. corner. I was so disappointed when I saw Love and Hip Hop cast in Trinidad. First of all, the fact that I'm not there is very, very sad because I really wish I was there. Especially with all the trending tunes at this point. Very upset. But um, to see the Love and Hip Hop cast, uh, to see Scrappy with his yuck mouth, talk about Phantom Ali, it was just, ugh. I don't know if this is like a publicity stunt or if this is going to be on their next Carly Red there in Trinidad pass. With her lumpy butt. Oh, I can't. But anyways, I hope they appreciate all Trinidad has to offer because it is a beautiful island. Last night was Marsha Monday. I I bought it for $4.99. I bought access to this TV show, this channel called Scene. Well, I got it free $99. And that's not the worst part. (laughs) It's bad that she got it, but for me it's okay because, you know, now I get to see all of Carnival because everything will be on this. I'm sure I'll be seeing it as well. I'll get to see Tonight is Kess Tuesdays. I'll be able to see the actuals, you know, people on the parade, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but what troubles me is the fact that I fell asleep almost <laughs> twenty minutes after I purchased this. I watched it for a little while. I went upstairs with the intentions of watching more, and I went to sleep. I, you know, I got a rough life, man. I never go to it, so I, I fell asleep. But what I did see was Calypso Rose on the stage. Leave me pulling up her shirt. Did you I see that? I was a young boy. Yes, pulling her shirt she like you. Pulling yeah. up her shirt. Yeah. And show, at one point, she pulled up her belly was showing. I was like, I'm, I'm so confused. old people. I'm so, I'm so confused. The fact that she's going to be a Coachella. And now she's taking Marsha with her, as yeah, it was announced yesterday. But, but Marsha, uh, I'm very, you know, in a way, I feel a way about him going. He should be his own act at Coachella. He should not be going in there on Calypso Rose tail. Uh, holding onto her tail feathers, I feel it's almost a little degrading, Marshall. Just a tad, 
degraded. What I appreciate about this Marshall Monday is that he had different artists. He had a guy that I'd just been exposed to when I was in Cuba called Chimba Funk. Shimi Funk. I forgot how to pronounce it. But it's a Cuban artist. Um, and his, his music is pretty pretty cool. I can rock with it. And then he brought out Nessa Preppy. He brought out um, Walking Trophy. Yeah, he brought out Hood Celebrity. I, saw, I, I did see that one. Uh, so he's bringing out yeah, different I artists from various it. places. Did she have another song? Or is that the only song she sang? Hmm. She has almost one other song that it's I guess popular, trending, but yeah, I like her though. Did you see Patrice? Patrice was before with him. Patrice was there too. I yeah. didn't see her. I, didn't I see fell her. asleep before that, but I saw her outfit because I saw the pre-interview and she had a crown on her shoulder and she was like, "Oh yeah, you know, a real queen wears their crown on their shoulder, not on their head. They can't mess up their weave." I didn't like that, but anyway, you should have saw her face. Her face just went totally. But also too, I mean, I don't know if y'all seen that video talking about Patrice Roberts. That um, Patrice Roberts was performing, and you know, you know, guys and you know the the, the peeps are all looking up at her from the stage, the the fans or whatever. And she's singing her song. We, we are gonna post it. And she puts her her foot on this guy's shoulder. She's like whining up. On his shoulder or on the speaker? On, she put her foot on his shoulder. Did you not watch the I video I sent you? She puts her foot on this guy's shoulder, and his girlfriend is like two people away from well, him. A girl. We don't know if it was his girlfriend. Well, yeah, she allegedly his girlfriend. And she was videotaping. But when she saw Patrice Roberts' foot on her man or, or the guy, she pushed Patrice Roberts' foot off of him. And Patrice Roberts was like, she got a laugh that was like, yo, listen, my girl, I don't want your man. Your man probably want me. And then she started call singing. Her my girl, though, and that's something Jamaican people say. Well, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm adamant. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. I'm just <laughs> And she's a Jamaican translator. Girl, go on out of here. You're not even thinking Jamaican. I'm not Jamaican. Girl, bye. But that's what I'm saying. Trinidad people don't say All because she's in my girl. Oh, because she's getting injections. She wants to correct me. All right, my girl. Trinidad people don't say that. All right, my girl. Go ahead. Sorry. Are you done? I'm done. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, and then, uh, but she's kept going in like, and kind of like making oh, faces she at her. Oh, really like almost bullying And she's like, I can tell you that my thing is good. It was like showing it to the girl her face. It was just. Good. I love that song. I can't find that song. I'm going to be like that. All right, we'll you get it. You said it to you. me? Yes. <laughs> she can't find anything with Apple music. Anything at all. Anyways, so people, you know, Bender, Bender hit me up. Bender hit me up like, yo, um, but she's robbing. She was going into it. She's like, hold on. That girl put her hands on her. I mean, she conducted herself well, I think, but she's Robert. But that girl embarrassed herself at the end of the day because she had yeah, that stage. Was not a looker. She wasn't. And after that, she was just staying there with her stush face. Girl, nobody wants your man. to try to dance again. Oh, because you're insecure? Why is your man all up in Patrice Roberts and you two people away from your man? Clearly. If that was her man. But why would she do this if it wasn't her man? Who was she was her brother? Get out of here. Anyways. So, one last thing on Caribbean Corner. Beanie Man. There's an article in this uh, magazine called Hype Life where Beanie Man is requesting his respect, saying that he is the king of the dance hall. For many of you may not know, Fox 5 did a news story on Vibes Cartel the other day, basically saying Vibes Cartel was the king of dance hall. They <laughs> talked about him being arrested. They even yeah. said that he's probably going to be out of jail in a month or two. This yeah. is what Fox 5 New York was saying. This is a Fox 5 New York <laughs> story. And Beanie Man is pissed off. He said no. I am the king of the dance hall. <laughs> that's all. We don't know the words, but we know the Here comes the king of the dance hall. I mean, but really, Beanie, when was your last album? When was your last album? Last? A song, an EP. Bob Scott Tell us he is, up and he's still dropping. Beanie Man is the king of dance hall for 1993. <laughs> 
<laughs> mainstream. I mean, and now, and now not even because now vibes can't tell me it's a Fox Five. So who the hell knows? The last one. Who am I? The, the girl, girl that sugar. sugar. That was his last song. No. What was the last song he had? That probably is. Oh, come on, Beanie. Anyway, so he posted. If the music doesn't move you, it don't make sense. Unstoppable. Ah. Yeah, I don't know what was your last song, bro. But you've been stopped. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, like us, share us, holla. It's a right planting. It's a right planting. I'll make it rain.